0: Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth.
1: Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast with the best What Women Want references. Hellmouth. Hellmouth?
0: Hellmouth. Oh, we're never letting that go, huh? Good. Oh, fuck we no. We shouldn't.
1: That was a top quality reference, let me tell you. It was. Have I seen it? No.
0: Why Why would
1: I bother seeing that so you movie? claim, yep. yep. I, I, it was like a VHS we had as a kid, <laughs> and whenever you started it, there would be the trailers before, right? Right. And we didn't, like, fast forward through shit. Or I didn't. I was a lazy child. So yeah, I'm sure I saw the What Women Want trailer like so many times. <laughs>
0: Hence what you know the I premise can't even of remember it, what but it was. nothing else.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And like a few key scenes maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a good time.
0: Uh, so we're actually here to talk about... Season 3, episode 18, Earshot. Oh,
1: yeah, we are.
0: Hey, Dave, <clears throat> did you know that so the good. original air date for this is September 21st,
1: 1999? Whoa, we're getting close to Angel starting up.
0: Now, Dave, does that not strike you as being a bit strange?
1: Yeah. When when was the last one aired?
0: The last one. I, I thought you weren't going to know about this because, I mean, you can't do real like research because you'll... Probably spoil things for yourself. Mm-hmm. So the previous one was the 16th of March, 1999. What the fuck? Now, wait for it. Wait for it. The next episode airs uh, May 4th, 1999.
1: Yeah, okay. So they did it all out of order, Z's.
0: So when this what? episode Why? was supposed to air, a week before this episode was supposed to come out, two kids went to their high school, Columbine. Oh. And shot up a bunch of other kids.
1: Oh my god god
0: the week before
1: oh my god that's terrible
0: it's very terrible
1: and such bad timing for this episode oh, holy like, I mean, god like
0: they, they couldn't have known right
1: they're like, so flippant about school shootings they, too
0: no there are some points in this where you're just like they they could not show this this was no. not they could not show this like they make jokes it's yeah yeah whoa
1: wow okay 'Cause yeah, I thought the the jokes they were making later were a bit tone deaf, but I didn't realize when Columbine was. And it, because and... it was
0: so close to this, right? Yeah. But it hadn't happened yet when they filmed this.
1: Jesus. So yeah. That's terrible.
0: It really is.
1: Also, there was no Buffy for the entirety of April.
0: Well, because it, it really screwed up, like, the entire airing Scheduling? schedule. Right. Because even, I think, the air dates for, like, the last two episodes in this season are oddly far apart. Because it just, like, they couldn't show it. So then the next thing got pushed back as well. And then it screwed everything right. else up. And, yeah. Well,
1: that's a light note to start on. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. Uh, I think that's I mean, we have, to valid. Talk, we have
0: to talk about it at some point, And, I mean, it's going to yeah. keep coming up. So... And I knew you didn't yeah. know because why would you know that, right? Like.
1: Ooh. All right. So, let's get into this fun episode of Welcome to the Hell <laughs> Sorry
0: guys. <laughs>
1: I got some jokes. It's fine. Good. So, we got some we got some previously on, right? Right. We don't get a Robert Paulson drop.
0: Oh. But
1: we do see Skylar getting <laughs> stabbed. And like, yeah, potato potato, right? Like Well, like c- basically the same feeling of stuff of e- faith yeah. being like past the edge.
0: And they're like, we've shown Alan too many times. Let's mix it up a little bit. Yeah,
1: stop copying that floppy in particular. Go
0: copy that floppy!
1: And go for Skylar. Yeah. So we start off with Buffy doing some slaying. She's slaying some mouthless demons.
0: Her coat is uh, so gigantic and red. Mm,
1: it's huge. Mm. Her, okay, honestly, her outfit for slaying is so practical. It is practical. Like, in stark comparison to Faith. Yeah. <laughs> who, like... <laughs> Why would you ever wear leather pants slaying? That's crazy. Like,
0: can Faith do high kicks in those pants? I should hope not, you know?
1: No, absolutely not. Buffy, on the other hand, track pants and a windbreaker. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe it was good 90s fashion. I don't know. It's not good now fashion, but but it's so practical that I love it. Yeah, you can move so well. You're layered up. You're protected against the elements and maybe some you know, erstwhile demon stabbing or whatever. But yeah, it's a good time.
0: It's like she was almost covered up enough to not get any demon blood on her.
1: Oh, so close. So close. (laughs) Sadly, it got all over one of her hands in particular. And it's glowy.
0: White, glowy blood that fades into her hand.
1: Oh yeah, that's gonna itch. I'll tell you that.
0: (laughs) It's gonna very obviously itch just constantly.
1: (laughs) If you feel a burning sensation after you're doing some slaying. Right. Right. I mean, Contact you should doctor, see a doctor. Yeah. yeah. Maybe <laughs> yes. Herpex will be right for you.
0: Oh, great. Now we're doing this? Uh, there's just <laughs> no end to the sponsorships.
1: <laughs> Herpex may give you the semi, semi-controllable semi ability to teleport, so...
0: That sounds... Uh,
1: good and bad.
0: Yeah. That
1: place you go in between places, though, is, can be kind of <laughs> intense, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right, anyway. So, glowy blood, one of the demons escapes, blah 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 well, I didn't even think about it. The second demon... Angel ends up fighting him, like, in this exact, exact same, same playground. Same
0: spot. It's so lazy. Wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that hadn't occurred to me until now, but yeah.
0: They're just like, well, we've already got this playground set. Oh, Angel, you just fight the demon here.
1: Oh man, then they don't have to do makeup in two different places for the demons? Right. Oh, it's so convenient. It's
0: really convenient, yeah. Oh,
1: it's so easy to <laughs> do, yeah But you didn't even
0: yes. notice the first time. No. Yeah, so clearly they could get away with it too. Oh, hell yeah, it's fine. I mean, whatever.
1: And maybe that's his hunting spot. Whatever. Yeah. The- Giles is back in full exposition form about the ascension. I
0: really missed this. I was so happy that Giles was <laughs> expositioning all over the place. It
1: does get a little messy. I mean. <laughs> (laughs) Has expositing tends to do
0: god i don't know that the listeners are going to hear the amount of of pause you gave that because i think it's gonna end up getting cut out but yeah
1: i was taking a drink it's fine (laughs)
0: it's good so before we we get too far into this I just need to talk about the fact that Buffy's wearing, like, a sweater tank top combo with just, like, a mm. normal skirt. And, like, right. it's pink. It's it's adorable. But I I was looking at it, and it's very much this type of outfit one of the Cordettes would have been wearing, <gasps> like, Ooh. earlier this season. No,
1: now, now I, all I can picture is that one Cordette dressed in leather, <laughs> the, the, the like, beret. head to toe with the fucking beret. <laughs> That's all I can see in my head. It overwhelms everything else. Oh, no. It's
0: sort of like if this if this outfit c- included a pink beret. Like, <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That would be very Cordette. But yeah, it's like a, a twin set, I think yeah. it's called. Sweater tank top combo where they're both made of the same material. Her purse like sort of matches. Yeah, it
0: does. It, it's a very similar color. And then, yeah, she's got the sweater like over her shoulders in that very like yeah. rich person
1: and it's not even tied up no, like it's man just that like sweater could just
0: chillin'. fall off of there
1: at <laughs> at anytime. anytime
0: yeah
1: oh i'm so happy with this episode <laughs> oz and cordelia get so multiple things much to do to
0: do oz gets so much to do and it's so satisfying
1: like whenever i see oz and cordy now my notes are about like oh will they get anything to do and in this scene he gets like two whole lines and there's no personality in them and they're so boring, and I was like, oh, God, if that's Oz's entire part in this episode, I'll die. But luckily... It's not. It's so far from that.
0: don't have to die, so that's great. No,
1: God, no. Uh, okay, I'm gonna throw in a little, like, minor food watch. Giles is still <gasps> <Tea>! acting <Yeah. laughs> with food or drink. He's got his tea this time. Mm-hmm. But he... He has to have something in one of his hands at all times Apparently. when he's acting now.
0: Like, that's just his his thing. He's Mr. Casual with his lollipops <laughs> and bananas. Oh, uh, the lollipop! <laughs>
1: that was the best Food Watch ever. Yeah. No, Food Watch continues, though.
0: No. It's still yeah. going. So, right. Like, so Giles is getting his exposition on. Wes is nowhere to be seen, but then rushes in. Something about council, business.
1: Ugh. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone's talking to the council now.
0: Yeah. And he's so smug about how little Giles knows about the ascension. <laughs> but then I mean,
1: he knows jack all. Yeah.
0: But then Giles gets to be super smug right back. Yeah. When he's like, good. "Oh, with your council resources, what, um, what did you figure out?
1: And it's literally just parroting the things that <laughs> yeah, Giles was saying that are not very useful either. He's, like, ruled out two things that it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving quite a bit of stuff that it well, could be not, still. it's not
0: these demons, so. <laughs> right, There's only, yeah. like, probably thousands more or whatever.
1: Hey, Michaela, Perry's back!
0: Oh, Perry! Okay.
1: Willow's little tutor buddy. So,
0: they leave the library, and Oz just, like, evaporates, right? Correct. Like, He's just, he's in the library with them, then he leaves with them, and then <laughs> they are on the other side of the library doors, and only the three of them are there.
1: I did not see that. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Good eye. I mean, or good Seth Green watching. Poor Seth Green. He does get so much to do, though. He does. It's fine. So,
0: it I was okay, but I'm just like, where did he go? Like, yeah. <laughs> explain <laughs> it to me. But yes, Percy's back. Now, oh, yeah. I know you like to call him things that aren't Percy, and that's fine, but I don't know. For some reason in this scene, I was just really struck by how beautiful he is.
1: <laughs> he's a handsome man.
0: He's so good looking. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he's just, uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Because it's all the jocks, like, what, basketball jocks walking Yo, down the corridor? that Hogan guy floor? is
0: so tall. Yeah. Incredibly yeah. so. V-tall. Yeah. Uh...
1: He's good. He's um, taller yeah. than
0: you. Oh, I hope so. Probably.
1: I mean, there are rumors of people taller than me. <laughs> None of them have been confirmed yet. Of course not. Yeah, of course not. It might be out there. Uh, Buffy's hand, though, is getting real itchy. And I did not remember this episode yet, but I was like, is she just going to go full Neo? Tell me, Mr. Anderson, what good is a phone call if you're unable to speak? Like, she gains telepathy, but loses her mouth? Like, that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. And it's the same year, man. Maybe they've seen The Matrix by now, and they're like, yeah, we can do that shit.
0: I don't know. I feel like that's the opposite of what you want to do, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it's uh, it's ish I guess, in some ways. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Buffy goes to talk to Giles about her itchy hand, and he's like, hey, Buffy, th- I mean, there's a solid chance that it's, like, skin cream or something, and that it's not related to the demon. And, okay, I know that he's trying to make her feel better and, like, not panic about this thing, which is clearly mm. demonic in nature. But, like, I'm sorry, what kind of mouth are they living on? Is it the fun mouth?
0: Uh, it's certainly not a heck mouth, although that's probably what the mayor would call it. <laughs> oh,
1: no. God, I wish he could say that. <laughs> ah! uh. Be real good. Yeah. No, Giles, it's it's definitely this. Like, don't even bother pretending. It's super hell mouthy.
0: It really is. And it's it's just that thing that they like to do where they're like, oh, it's probably nothing mystical. And then it always is.
1: I mean, even Buffy isn't buying it though. Like, it is just Giles trying to make her feel better.
0: Did you notice the weird lighting in this scene?
1: It's like in Giles's office and there's only like one lamp on, right?
0: Well, or it's like the window from outside is the light that they're using. Hmm. I don't know. And Hmm. then where Giles is sitting, it looks normal on him. But where Buffy is sitting there's basically, like, a weird triangle of light on her that I found to be very distracting and you didn't notice. So, like, who's to say? Who's to say?
1: I mean, I'm to say that in the pep rally scene, Oz has his line. They're looking through the school paper and Uh he's just like, I don't know, I always go straight to the obits. Like it's such a good Oz line, yeah. and it makes so much sense that the scun- that the Sunnydale like what weekly newspaper <laughs> has, has, has an obituary, obituary section.
0: section yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you're just like, "Yep, you guys, still live here."
1: His hair is so blonde and excellent, though. Mm.
0: No, it's good. It's real good. It's, it's all good. Yeah, he's he's having some good time. I mean, I couldn't really understand the whole Cordelia being a cheerleader still thing, and like. Does that mean she's still popular? I don't know what her position in the school is.
1: I was going to say you don't have to be popular to be a cheerleader. Like, she was still going to cheerleading practice, I'm assuming. I guess. Even while she was dating Xander. And I guess,
0: like, if you're already on the team, you don't have to be popular to be a cheerleader. But, like, I'm not convinced you can get on the team without being popular, probably.
1: No, I think that's valid. Yeah. Uh, Xander has some really nice lines to Oz about how he doesn't need yeah. and is not jealous about Cordy. And you're like, why are you talking to Oz about any of your girl things? Right? like He is the last person on earth.
0: Literally anybody else.
1: Any other human you should be talking to about your girl problems other than the guy whose girlfriend you kissed.
0: It's really strange. It's a matter of convenience, right? Because Buffy and Willow are off with Willow trying to reassure Buffy that everything is going to be fine with this whole aspect of the demon thing. So then... Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, Buffy's going to get get an aspect of the demon, probably, which will be nothing but
0: fun. God, Willow's face, when she's like, was it a boy demon? <laughs> <laughs> So good. (sighs)
1: It's amazing. So, okay, I don't know how you felt about this. When Buffy is later at night alone walking down a street (laughs) and she checks her makeup Uh... in her compact mirror and then closes it and Angel's behind her, I'm like, that's pretty fucking strained, guys. Like, I know Angel doesn't have a reflection. We get it. That's the flimsiest excuse for this, though.
0: I hated every moment of this. Yeah. At this point, like, the only explanation... Is that Angel's just doing it on purpose? He's not even on the sidewalk. He's like behind some weird fence, like where there's like a tree there. And so yep. he's like come around the back of the tree to sneak yep. up on Buffy and like have this ha ha, you can't see me, I'm in the mirror moment. Like, why, why is he
1: in the mirror? Why, guys? Just don't do it. Don't and yeah, he's creeping around Buffy. Uh. I don't know if it's already, but, like, Buffy's got some hang-ups about Angel having uh, kissed Faith. This is, this is the second time. And, of course, she can't talk to them, no. talk to Angel about it, because that would be too sensible. And, of course, Willow is there being like, why don't you just talk to him? And she's like, no, yeah, dumb, idiot, Willow, always with stupid ideas, you.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, it, that's a, a whole thing that we're going to do really too many times in this episode she she brought it up once before when they were the three of them were walking through the hall I think yeah and now she's avoiding it here. Angel's like oh something's clearly going on with you and Buffy's like it's nothing whatever no big deal <laughs> no
1: no okay Buffy is jealous because she thinks Angel might be stalking Faith
0: like, like what 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 that girl she needs what? to rethink what she what thinks. What is of her
1: major this? malfunction? <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Why are the writers doing this? I don't get it.
0: And then, uh, I don't know what really happens in the rest of this scene. Oh, the aspect of the demon thing. But, like, mm, yeah, yeah. Angel has some, like, pretty okay stuff to say about it. About, like, things right. like demons, you know, making a big deal about power that they don't have and stuff like that.
1: And then Angel has a great line, which is, No matter what, I'll always be here. And this brings us into <laughs> our first segment of the evening. Blatant lies.
0: Lies. Oh, lies! Yeah. He <sighs> meant like in her heart,
1: probably. Mere months <laughs> before he leaves Buffy. Like, what a fucking quote. No matter what, I'll always be here. Because at this Angel. point,
0: they, like, certainly knew he was going to oh, leave.
1: production has started on that show, I
0: am sure. God. So yeah. at that point, is it just the writers having like a haha moment? <laughs> <laughs> Angel's Day he's always going to be here. Let's see how that goes for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's so pointless. I love it. Oh, God.
1: And it's so blatantly false. Rarely do we see any. Person on this show say something so completely and obviously a lie. (laughs) Like, usually it's all this technically correct bullshit. And now, at least, (laughs) angels here lying straight to all of our faces. And we appreciate that. He's not
0: evil. Evil people are technically correct. And... I guess good people just tell straight up lies.
1: (laughs) Huge whoppers.
0: Yeah. Oh, goodness.
1: So Willow's purse, right? That's that's basically all of the notes that I have for the next scene, I think, are about Willow's purse. (laughs)
0: Describe it to us.
1: Okay, it's possibly fuzzy. It's bright pink. That's the first thing we should know. (laughs) Bright pink, right? Fuzzy, but like fuzzy is a bad word for it because it's whatever that... It's not faux fur, but it's like the glittery, Mm. sparkly fuzziness. And it's just, it's everywhere. It's all along the strap. Mm. And it's all over the purse. And it's just right there staring at you.
0: Sort of like it's a creature that she's wearing (laughs) across her body. Basically.
1: It's horrifying, I gotta say.
0: I was pretty distracted by Buffy's crazy-ass hair.
1: Ooh, tell me about that. If I'm
0: being honest. So there's just so much going on with it. Like, she's wearing this headband that looks like it's two headbands, And then, like, there's just so many pieces of hair just sticking out willy-nilly all over the place. It's like a weird hair (gasps) explosion coming off of her head. Like, oh my
1: god, can you imagine being a hairstylist for this show? (laughs) How much fun that would have been?
0: I mean, like... You're
1: like, hey, I was watching this great anime last night. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, these were popular things though oh yeah right like yeah. this was just the fashion because uh it's still the 90s so yeah, yeah
1: i'm sure once it hits 2000 <laughs> it'll all magically
0: get better oh no god no it'll just be a different no. kind of bad i mean we're already sort of like into that right
1: yeah we're in the transition period i mean
0: the lines aren't that clear clear
1: yeah willow's purse i mean that's <laughs> straight out of the 2000s right the early '90s. everyone had purses like that then
0: Buffy's crazy million pieces of hair is also, I think, pretty early 2000s. Mm,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, so Buffy starts reading minds, starting with Xander's, I think, <laughs> as she's like, oh, yeah, she responds to something that he was thinking. And he's like, wow, it's like he read my mind. Mint, her OMG, I can read minds face yeah. as a throw to commercial <laughs> is so good. <laughs> <laughs> it just like, it's her, oh, wow, I can read minds and then fade to black.
0: Like, yes. Hijinks jinks are going to ensue.
1: Oh, of the highest caliber, Michaela. Were you
0: very worried here yeah. that Cordelia's only line was going to be about oh, how she still had knee marks on her back?
1: I had a lot of fears about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, she gets such good stuff when it's the mind reading stuff. <laughs> oh, I love that gag. It's g- and they they only do it like two or three times, so it's the perfect amount. It is, oh. and
0: it just it works so well because. You're like, yeah, no, I bet that's exactly what's going on. Because
1: the gag is that Cordelia has no filter and <laughs> yeah. Buffy will hear her think something and then she'll immediately say it. I
0: don't see what this has to do with
1: me. I don't see what this has to do with me. Whatever.
0: I wonder when I can go. Whatever. Whatever. Can I go? The exact thing, and you're like, yeah, no, that <laughs> checks out for me. Like, that's the Cordelia <laughs> that's so I know. Oh,
1: man. <laughs> oh god! And it's all of these like typical Cordelia things to say, like, I'm bored. When are we leaving?
0: <laughs> and she <laughs> thinks about how boring she is a few times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... Oh, it's
1: so good. Okay, so we come back from commercial, and I'm I'm not exactly sure what happens. I think like Buffy's starting to get jazzed about telepathy because it is a superpower, right? Oh like, yeah. that's crazy awesome but before we get to that we have to go into our second segment mm. which is called he must be psychic you think they'd let me use it to look for bender what am i
0: psychic i mean yes yes i'm, I'm sure they will yes hmm.
1: so michaela i don't I, like when we were talking about this episode last time i said oh it's like what women want right right i'm not sure if we have talked about this but this is definitely an episode that I remembered. Oh. And when we were talking about little Jay getting introduced for the first time. Right. Were we talking at all about this episode? Because I feel like that may be something that I would have brought up.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't know. I don't okay, know. so let's start reading notes verbatim from Dave's notes. <laughs> Irma Gerd, is this the episode? This is all in all caps, right. of course. <laughs> where Jonathan is in the clock tower <laughs> of the school with a sniper rifle. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: Prediction time, this is in lowercase now because I've calmed down a little bit. Good, yeah. Buffy starts hearing someone thinking about how he's going to kill them all, (laughs) meaning the students, Mm -hmm. and has to track down who it is. She finds Lil' Jay up in the clock tower with a gun and has to talk him down. Because he keeps getting bullied, question mark, and that's the end of prediction time for me.
0: Okay, so you essentially predicted what the episode was going to be tell us to think it well we like I don't imp- know. it does a couple imply. different fake outs
1: yeah it does a couple fake outs and this is the second like the penultimate reveal i think right that i got and it's basically the the rest of the thrust of the episode, right? Is tracking down Who's, who had this yeah. thought, finding Lil' Jay up in the clock tower. Right. He's got a sniper rifle, blah, blah, blah. But like all of this came back to me in this one sudden flash of <laughs> understanding and comprehension. Sounds beautiful. And I was like, my God, I can see the future.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Just the power coursed through me, Michaela.
0: That's what yeah. it sounds like, yeah. <laughs> huh. Well. So
1: that's that's pretty accurate though. Yeah. Like, I did pretty well. There's a, at least some point where I'm like, mm, this seems a bit straight to be what's happening and maybe something different's happening. Towards like the very end, I eventually cottoned on that that's not actually what's going down and I remembered it was going to be the lunch lady. <laughs> but like that was that was maybe 3 or 4 minutes before the actual reveal happened in the episode. So, that wasn't I mean, very far in advance.
0: It still makes you psychic though, technically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Definitely. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely don't remember anything about this show. <laughs> no, this is this is definitely one of the episodes that I remember mm-hmm. from my first watch through and I don't know why it left such a mark, but I mean it's a good episode, so that's one reason. Yeah. And I think it's just it's a lot of fun. I was like, wait a minute, is it Jonathan up in the clock tower? <laughs> and well at first I was like, wait a minute, is this that episode? And then I thought to myself, hmm. Are there going to be two episodes oh where Buffy god. can read minds?
0: <laughs> yeah. You just you b- were burned by Doppelgangland, and so you don't know <sighs> what to believe anymore. Oh
1: my god, I didn't even consider that. I was like, no, obviously this is the only episode where that happens. <laughs> but man, if this had been a Doppelgangland episode, <laughs> oh my god. Oh. I would have been so angry confused. My anger fusion would have just been <laughs> off the charts. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, that didn't happen. This is the episode and I know everything about it because I'm fucking psychic. Just like Buffy Buffy is. Good. Um, Segway.
0: Good. That was a good segue. I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. So Buffy's wearing an insanely long skirt. Sure. It's really long. And she's wearing crazy sandals. Now, I'd like to point out that I thought about how crazy her sandals were before she made a comment about how Giles also disliked them. Oh. (laughs) So.
1: (laughs) When she's proving she's telepathic to Giles, her line. When I walked in a few minutes ago, you thought, look at her shoes. If a fashion magazine
0: told her to, she'd wear cat strap to her feet. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And I can just, like, imagine Giles, like, snarkily saying that in his head. Oh, it's so good.
1: And it's such an accurate thing to be like, oh, no, wow, she really can read
0: minds. (laughs) Oh, man. And Giles is like, oh, this is so awesome. You can use this to like fight evil. And Buffy's like, nah.
1: or excel in school. <laughs>
0: Which like uh, when has that ever been her
1: priority? She's got those <laughs> SAT scores. It seems She walked out of that test, that chemistry test to hang uh, out with Faith and bad girls.
0: Yeah, no, like I I don't know where her priorities are or why she all of a sudden wants to go beat that curly haired girl we've never Nancy. seen before. <laughs>
1: No. Okay. Okay. So this person is named as Nancy. Okay. And Michaela, is this the same Nancy from The
0: Wish? Oh, that'd be... No. Wouldn't it though? She's not. Like, oh, it isn't? No, she's only in one... This, this per- Fuck! What? This actress is only in one episode of Buffy. Wait, wait, wait. Okay.
1: But wasn't... In- Wasn't that stupid white hair girl that we, or white hat girl that we've never seen before, wasn't her name also Nancy?
0: Maybe. I don't know, man. Or
1: was it, oh. I don't know. Vanessa or something similar? (laughs) Like, I don't (laughs) know.
0: That's such an in-joke.
1: There's a distinct chance that no one listening to this will ever get that joke. Oh no, at least one person will.
0: Oh good, that's good. Well, good luck to that person then. Yeah, wow. Wow. That, oh, I can't even continue. So this scene, Buffy, they're talking about Othello. Mm, and yes, like, right. I mean, everything that's going on is pretty relevant to Buffy's whole struggle with like Angel and Faith. <sighs> Apparently oh, in earlier dra- drafts of this script, this in this scene they were discussing... At first, Henry the Eighth, which does not seem very accessible mm. as a Shakespearean yeah. play, and then Catcher in the Rye, and uh, in the end, they decided that Othello made a hell of a lot more sense. Henry
1: the Eighth can't be a Shakespeare play, can it? Isn't it? I thought it was the fifth.
0: There's like a bajillion.
1: Oh my god, it is.
0: There's. You know how many Shakespeare plays are named after kings?
1: No. There's a lot so of them apparently. Many. That, wow. We
0: just, we, you don't generally study them in school because they're not particularly interesting.
1: And I mean, Henry VIII would be, he's not like a hero.
0: I mean, that'd be make for a good story at least.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Isn't he almost contemporary with Shakespeare? Maybe I've got that entirely wrong. I was actually just I thinking the exact
0: same thing. No, that's not true because Henry VIII died in 1547.
1: Oh, and then this is 1613-ish. Yeah. Okay, cool. Never mind. I mean, that's that's pretty close, though. Well, that's yeah, I mean, history. it's still,
0: like, pretty relevant to people who uh, live in England at that time, I would think.
1: Yeah, fair. Anyway, okay, so Henry VIII wouldn't have worked, whatever else. Othello, sure, whatever. And <laughs> Buffy's just stealing all of her answers from Nancy, who is apparently not a white hat.
0: And like, why creepy newspaper dudes person? there creeping around in the background being a freddy? cliche yeah
1: oh <laughs> freddy he is fun he is fun on the bun i liked freddy <laughs> freddy the obvious ploy for this is the guy who's going to shoot up the school oh, i guess <laughs> like,
0: right like
1: keep your eye on this fucker
0: cuz <laughs> like look how dark and suspicious he is <laughs> he, he, he hates everything. Oh, he's like an original hipster, this guy.
1: He's also very similar to Michael, in my mind, like the, the his, boy with His witch.
0: whole look, yeah. Although I'm not sure yeah. he's really like rocking the eyeliner like Michael was.
1: Mm, fair. But it's a similar look. And oh man, he has pretty low opinions of the rest of the student body because he's such a torch and so, I mean, yeah, no one, no one likes this shtick though. They're right? all
0: just cheap, man. And he's the <laughs> only one who really sees what's going on.
1: Some nonsense about breadcrumbs that he has <laughs> no. to write down for later. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, I I really like Freddie. I mean, he's such a jag, but it's good.
0: Yeah. yeah. So Buffy goes to see Angel, and it's clearly laundry day, right? And that's why he's. He
1: doesn't have a shirt yeah. on.
0: I'm just trying to make up excuses for him now.
1: Okay, so if, you're, if you have telepathy, right? And you're thinking, what are the least interesting applications of this power? Right. Maybe after a while you settle on excel at schoolwork by stealing <laughs> other people's answers moments before they were going to say them. Yeah. And, like, disregarding the use of the hand system, Buffy. Anyway. She just is uh, talking.
0: Like, who, who does she think she is, you know? Anarchy, Michaela. Anarchy. anarchy.
1: I think... If you thought even harder, though, the absolute least interesting use of your power would be going over to your boyfriend's house and seeing if you could see inside his mind to see if he actually had feelings for that girl that he kissed as part of your elaborate plan when you have not even asked him about it yet. I really
0: feel like you've never been a teenaged girl (laughs) based on the fact that that's not high on your list. Oh,
1: God. It's this entire scene. I was just like basically imagine me flopping around in a (laughs) chair just going (laughs) uh, uh." and like angel's not helping shit buffy like can't get a read on angel's mind and he's like oh it's like a mirror and i'm like no you (laughs) fuckers what other crap is this this is vom town population Uh, david uh, god like
0: a mirror what sort of bullshit is that yeah. doesn't have a mind reflection and then like, did you think to yourself fuck. is this the reason for that bullshit mirror nonsense yeah. earlier yeah so that it is he could say and that this. made me doubly angry <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a bad metaphor that required them to have a terrible setup
0: yeah it's just all bad uh So, and then, and then he goes on to claim that he's 243.
1: Right, right. And you're just like,
0: excuse me?
1: I have five things that I dislike about (laughs) this. (laughs) Uh, No, I actually only have two. Okay. (laughs) But A, uh, clearly wrong. He's 343. B, um, why are you bringing up Angel's age ever again? I thought we had agreed not to do this. We keep
0: praising them that they haven't done this. And it's just It's like, so long. Ugh... Like this
1: entire scene, it's just all bullshit. Yeah.
0: it's awful.
1: It's a terrible run scene. to back.
0: Like the rest of this and episode, is just great. Such good stuff. <laughs> and yeah. then you have this yeah. this garbage. The very
1: next scene is Buffy in the library, and Cordy's just so open book about everything, as she's saying immediately what she's thinking, and obviously has no filter. Oz, oh, oh. my god. <laughs> He dives straight well, into deep philosophy. Of course, he's fucking hilarious. It's amazing. Yeah, I am. My thoughts, if they exist in her, Buffy contains everything that is no, me, no, no, and she I mean, becomes me.
0: I cease to exist. Buffy is all of us. We think, therefore, she is. Now, <gasps> oh my it's, it's amazing. Okay, like <laughs> when she's when when they announce like whoever it is, Giles, whatever, says Buffy can read minds. Mm -hmm. Xander's like Buffy can hear what we're thinking and then his like mental (laughs) oh god, just like uh, killed me. It was so perfect.
1: (laughs) He's just trying not to think about things which is reminding him of the things that he shouldn't be thinking about. Oh, it's good. His
0: garbage math. Four times five is 30. Five times six is 32. Naked girls. Naked women. Naked Buffy. Oh, stop me. Like, it's just... (laughs) (laughs) Naked ladies. Naked Buffy. (laughs) Buffy's just
1: so disgusted by it. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, teenage
0: boys in general are apparently pretty disgusting. Yeah. uh,
1: I don't think this is an accurate portrayal of a young girl's walk down the hallway experience if she could read minds. I
0: really hope not. (laughs)
1: Like, in terms of how inaccurate it is...
0: (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah there's gonna be like because it's only shown to be what two people that are like really gross about it right and xander's one of them and he's funny uh and the other person's just like super gross Well,
0: and xander's doing the oh no i need to not think about like the worst things i normally think about which of (laughs) course means you're gonna think about them so you know
1: and like does he usually think about that or is that just (laughs) something that when he is reminded that someone can hear what he... Yeah. <laughs> right. It, it's the whole thing. But, oh man, Wesley's still pretty gross about Cordelia, but at least it's funny for once.
0: It's it's very funny. Like It is very funny. Can you hear me thinking from in here? <laughs> Did I go for I can go further away like <laughs> uh.
1: Anyway, so Buffy's having a hard time like tuning everything out. And and know. she's
0: freaking everybody out, right? Because Oh, for sure,
1: yeah. Like cuz she can read minds. She
0: chases literally all of them away.
1: Willow is really good about thinking something completely different from what she's saying, and no one else in the school is shown to have that ability.
0: Yeah, and all of Willow's thoughts are very much like her insecurities. And so like
1: mm-hmm. But she's saying the reassuring yeah.
0: things. Yeah, well she's sort of like trying to reassure Buffy while having her own insecurities. Ah,
1: Oz is so funny though. And his hands are visible,
0: even in a long coat. Did you see how bunched up the sleeves of that coat were?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely they did. They
0: were so bunched. It's huge. It's a huge coat. Oh. <laughs>
1: At least you can see his hands, yeah, though. I guess. Buffy goes walking through the cafeteria, and, like, this is when it all starts to really go south for her having telepathy and yeah. stuff. Uh Because she's just hearing everything, And we see right? Lil'
0: Jay for the first time. Oh. Lil' Jay!
1: It probably is him, I think. And, yeah, you can't shut off the... F- power, which is going to be a problem, and nailed it! This time tomorrow, I'll kill them all. Right. So the voice is pretty disguised, but I'm pretty sure Jonathan's voice is at least in
0: there. You think they, like, mixed a bunch of things together?
1: Yeah, I think they may have mixed two voices together. It's definitely the lunch lady. Is it her voice? Like,
0: distorted? I would hope so. I mean, it's...
1: I'm thinking it's got a bit of Lil' Jay's voice in there. I thought I recognized it, which made me, of course, feel validated. That's
0: what you were expecting, too, though. (laughs) Whereas I was expecting lunch lady, so I don't know
1: right Xander's shirt is Christmas oh yes it's stripes of
0: red green it's and like white it's like 100% Christmas I don't know why it's so Christmas but yeah ah. I think this is where we have the very uncomfortable conversation about the very flippant conversation about, yeah, you know, mass, mass murders, murders in American high schools.
1: How they're a dime a dozen and just, or like they're a fad right now yes. or something.
0: And, well, it's sort of said in the way of like, not that it's a good thing, but they are sort of yeah, they're being too callous about it, and like you can't, you can't show this episode, no, and and have no. and be like, oh, but we didn't know this was going to happen. People aren't going to think <laughs> about it that way, right? That's Definitely not how people not. think.
1: I'm, I'm glad they were like able to pull it in yeah. time, basically, that it wasn't just like the night or two before Columbine Because that, would happened, just that be it be like, shown. Yeah. That would have been a lot worse for just everyone involved. I mean, it was, yeah, it was a whole yeah. terrible thing, obviously. Um, Yeah. But no, it's it's not treated with gravity, particularly. No. Which is the point, right? Like, they, they need to make this a fun episode, more yeah. or less.
0: <laughs> at this point, they don't actually know how the person who's planning to kill all the students is going to do it. So the fact that they're sort of making, like, jokes about gun, Like, because in the end, yeah. it's just a bunch of rat poison, right? Right that's how many months is that that they had to push it april uh uh, may june july august september um, like like five five, months just be like have has it been long enough like at what point is it long enough yeah
1: yeah that's that's a pretty rough position to be in as showrunners yeah
0: not not good not good at all
1: oh boy michaela
0: we bring we bring it back up oh we're bringing it back up we're bringing it
1: way (laughs) back up so buffy's gone home from school sick (laughs) Because she can hear voices in her head. Joyce, of course, knows that Buffy is A, sick, B, telepathic now, like telepathy sick, because she knows all the things now. And so she's taking great care of Buffy and like filling the time with getting Buffy pillows and and blankets and rushing back and forth, making sure, yeah, making sure she's very busy and occupied with things. I did not expect it to come back at all. But Joyce's is coming back. <laughs> Joyce and Giles had sex on the hood of a police car like, twice. twice. Yeah, two times. Like <laughs> this line killed me. Yeah, uh, I am a ghost now. I've been
0: waiting for this for a long time, like a really long time. You knew this of was happening. I knew this, you fucker. <laughs> And, like, we danced around it. We're like, oh, yeah, they, like, made out oh. or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> Dave just, <does> not <he> know. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: It was, it was better this way, honestly, for me. Like, holy God, to learn <laughs> no. this way as Buffy is so betrayed and Joyce you. is so yeah. embarrassed. And she can't even deal with Buffy right now. Oh, my God. So,
0: apparently, they put that... They, they put this line or this scene in this episode because, like, Jane Espenson wrote this. And so, <sighs> and she was, like, shocked to learn that fans still weren't sure exactly what had happened between oh. Joyce and Giles. So she was like, let's just state it explicitly.
1: I'm now remembering the scene where it cuts to black <laughs> as they're, like, making out on the... Right. Yeah. So it's not, doesn't...
0: like... You don't know what happened after that. You can assume. Now I don't now, have to you don't assume.
1: Have to. <laughs> Amazing! Oh god, it's it's yeah. so good. Okay, so Willow has decided to uh, interview everyone who is in the cafeteria about whether they're a mass murderer, whether they fit the FBI profile for, for the this. yearbook.
0: Yeah, their
1: montage of collecting these answers. Is gold. Holy Lord. It's top to bottom, 100% amazing. Now, before amazing. we get into
0: it, my th- my theory uh-huh. on it is we're near the end of season three. Like, most of these characters aren't going to come with us to college. So this is sort right. of a nice way to, like, yeah, have, have things like this with the characters that we've sort of peripherally had around for, like, the last three years. Yeah. And uh, they did a really good job of it.
1: <laughs> they do an amazing job. So Cordy walks into <laughs> the teacher's office. Uh, and is like, you have to do this thing. Does she say even say for the yearbook or know, whatever? She's
0: like, hey, just wondering if you're going to kill a bunch of students tomorrow. Oh, it's for the yearbook. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's wearing, she's wearing a sweater that I want to say is like a very deep red. Might be Ooh. a red alert, but I don't know.
1: I'll give that a All marginal right. red alert. I didn't notice it. Oz is doing his thing right. amazingly well. Talking to a jock about like, you know, for the yearbook profile (laughs) Do you often escape into dark fantasies or like do you find yourself doing things just so that they'll please yourself or others or something? Yeah. It's he's so good. I mean they basically
0: put Oz with this incredibly tall guy, which seems like kind of a disservice to Oz.
1: Hogan's also really fun in this scene, no, though, he's too. he's good.
0: Yeah, he really is.
1: I mean, nothing holds a candle <laughs> to Willow interrogating Lil' Jay for, for the, the second, second time.
0: Because it was so funny right? the first time. Let's do it again, right? And
1: that was such a garbage episode that That's no true. one watched because that was Fish Boys eh, or whatever. <laughs> and yeah, oh my, her... her I see where her interrogation technique is coming from. (laughs) And I applaud Alison Hannigan for finding this middle ground so incredibly Uh, well. Where it reads to Lil' Jay like she's coming on to him. (laughs) But it reads to her like she's being intimidating. Willow asking Lil' Jay about his fantasies. (laughs) And whether he's ever thought about making them real.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
1: Uh, It's so good. It's also... I thought the, like, the fantasies line, it's obviously not a, call, God, a true call ahead, but, like, sort of sets up
0: Superstar in a way. The wiki way, actually and brings, brings up oh. this exact point that, yeah, oh. so you're, someone else has had that same thought about this, this scene.
1: There are parallels, definitely. It's a good time. None of these people are able to interrogate Freddy, the newspaper kid who is writing all of this dark stuff and thinking all those things about breadcrumbs. <laughs> and I'm, This guy's... Future in newspapers is so bright. His headline: "Apathy on the rise. No one cares." Um, it's gold. Mm.
0: It's just pure mm. newspaper gold.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has no application other than yeah. in a newspaper. The, but this man could go to any newspaper business in the and country and be like,
0: check with his headline and now. get a but job. like, you're hired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it.
1: Immediately, his skills are so <laughs> applicable to newspaper writing. And then oh, we have man. a we
0: have a quick like mid scene of. The the two British dudes finding out that they need the heart of the other demon to cure Buffy.
1: Oh yeah, but who's gonna get it, Michaela? The Slayer's out of commission.
0: If only we had some other powerful person who's actually useful.
1: Okay, Angel's, like, flying kick to the chest for this demon is pretty great.
0: Yo, Angel is being useful in this scene. He's so yeah. useful lately. Yeah, because he's yeah. gonna have to carry his
1: own show. So we need to believe. It's just when he's around yeah. Buffy that he's suddenly useless. Pretty much. And just such a Vaughn character in general. But, I mean, the, the fight scene is done so well because it's incredibly truncated. Mm-hmm. It is basically just, like, Angel and Vamp face flying kick to the chest for this demon demon goes down and then we're left to assume a lot of stuff oh, it's really well handled and
0: then we cut back to willow in i think her craziest hat yet oh no did you not what did you not notice her hat no you... what should i go
1: look it up right now
0: yeah oh okay. my god let's i'm gonna look too see if i can find it i can't believe you didn't notice this fucking hat
1: oh no <laughs> oh what no what's happening with this Wait. Okay. So first impression is bucket hat. Right. Just like plain run-of-the-mill khaki bucket hat. Sure. Second impression, is this too shiny for a regular fabric
0: bucket hat? That's a good question.
1: Is it like padded?
0: I didn't notice. It's really weirdly puffy at the top.
1: It's really weirdly puffy, which makes me think that it's padded in some way.
0: Or if that's just like the material and in, I don't know, it's so yellow and there's a bow on it.
1: The bow. Yeah. The third mm-hmm. impression is the mm-hmm. bow with like the band going around. So yeah. it's a bucket hat with a band and a bow on it.
0: And she's wearing it with something like it's it's a really cutesy kind of hat. And this shirt that she's got on with it is just like, <sighs> I I don't know, not a shirt I would describe as cutesy. I like the shirt. Yeah. But it's just more of like a normal like pattern shirt. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. that she has this weird bow hat on with it. And
1: I mean, is it pulled down to cover her eyes? <laughs> maybe.
0: Yeah. In the picture yeah, I sent you it is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh,
1: yeah, God. it's it's a good crazy hat. But I don't think we're there yet because we still have a bit of the, uh, the montage to go through, right? Yeah,
0: this is when she's interrogating. Or no, this is like the second day of the montage. Yeah. Because they, well, they basically continue and... Like, they've they found out some stuff, but they still need to, to talk to some people.
1: Well, we haven't checked in with Larry, have we? No,
0: but I have, in my notes, I have this hat and then I have the Larry thing.
1: Okay. So. Okay. Because yeah. next scene, I have just got titled Larry! Larry. <laughs> Which brings us into our final segment. Oh. Always good value.
0: So, who should we invite to our next
1: do? Oh, let's invite Money Penny.
0: Oh, yeah, let's have Money Penny. She's always good value. Although. What? There's a chance she'll bring that bloke. Oh, God, yeah, I think I know the one you mean. The tall one.
1: What's his name? John. James. James, yeah. What a penis. Yeah.
0: Larry is good value.
1: He's excellent value for an episode. He'll bring something good to it. Basically, no matter whether he's a pirate that's assaulting (laughs) Buffy in an alley. Sure. Or so out that his grandma's fixing (laughs) him up with guys.
0: I really like Larry's journey, you know? It's been so
1: good. Oh, it's so good. Because it's it's been
0: long enough and like subtle. And yeah, like Larry's just in such a good place and he wants that for Xander, you know? Yeah. And
1: I think it's handled, again, the the initial one phases where it was like first being revealed. There were homophobic moments in that episode.
0: Like definitely from Uh, Xander, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Larry's journey in general is really just a positive one of growth and self discovery and like humor, but not humor at his expense or like, haha, gay people are funny. Like, haha, this guy has gone on such a good journey and keeps trying to set Xander up and like make him feel better about who he is, which is just not where Xander needs to be, right?
0: Well, because, yeah, like, it, the joke is more at Xander's expense than anything. Always. Yeah. And like even especially here it's nothing about it is like oh haha ha, Larry's gay. It's like haha Larry mistakenly thinks that Xander is gay.
1: Or haha Larry is saying that if they can only stay alive they'll have a good sports team this year. <laughs> right.
0: Like yeah, it's all good stuff.
1: <laughs> no more mysterious deaths, you know. <laughs> like Larry is oh. consistently good value. And I think little J I would generally throw in as consistently good value. Uh who else? Mm. I'm trying to think of background characters that might be... I mean,
0: what are your feelings on Harmony? Uh, She serves a purpose.
1: She serves a purpose. I don't think I've ever been like, oh, that was a good Harmony bit, though
0: probably not because i mean she's just there to be like the bitchy queen bee. Yeah. Hates everyone else popular girl or whatever.
1: Yeah, no. Jesse was good value. Horrible <laughs> one out for Jesse.
0: Horrible one. Out. The
1: master i'd say was good value oh, the in a lot of ways.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. i don't know what other yeah. side characters. I mean when we remember Amy, i feel like that.
1: I was thinking about that and that's like i don't know. I'm on the fence about that. Yeah. We haven't heard about her in a while. Nope. And I doubt we will for quite a while more. Maybe something in college?
0: I don't know. I'm not so sure about the rest of this season, mind you. We'll see.
1: N- yeah, yeah. I'd expect something from him in college. Anyway. <laughs> Angel is bad value. Whistler was terrible va- Oh my god. I would have paid to have him leave. Whistler doesn't oh count. Oh no. Oh, bleh. Anyway, Larry, good to see him. Glad he's doing well. him and Xander still have just excellent scenes together. I really like it.
0: We get another quick scene now of Freddy suspiciously dodging Oz mm. just like, mm-hmm. oh, look how sketchy this guy is. He's I mean pretty at one sketchy. point sketchy
1: he was hiding under the desk in the <laughs> newspaper office like
0: but like specifically from Oz all these times
1: yeah, that specifically that from Oz for sure, but I mean come on, obviously it's not him. <laughs> We all know it's little Jay. Come on, guys, yeah, totally. you can't fake us out like this. Nah. Uh, we get to see our first. Oh no, I guess technically not our first vampire under a blanket. But Angel gets in on this sunshine action in yeah. a big way for the first time. He's getting really that dry smoking. ice under the blanket. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> Comes in just smoking like nothing else into Buffy's place in broad daylight too. Like, is there no? Does he have a phone?
0: No. Like, can they get him a phone? Couldn't Giles just like go and get whatever thing it is he has the this second potion. demon heart yeah. potion
1: yeah because like he was feel chasing like that, that demon at night and
0: now it's like right broad daylight so right yeah
1: like i guess sure it takes a while to brew a potion but
0: again giles, give someone a fucking call yeah.
1: yeah and giles knows all the fucking things and giles and wesley were the ones who were making the potion to begin with yeah. and just
0: needed the second de- uh, anyway. it doesn't make any sense but the it's dramatic i guess is the point of it mm.
1: Yeah. And then, of course, he feeds it to Buffy, who has gone, like, pretty crazy by this point because of all the people thinking all the things around her. Like,
0: how- And her powers
1: were becoming po- more powerful. How
0: disturbed were you that Giles, Angel, Joyce, and Wesley were all in Buffy's room? Mm, wasn't good. Because, <laughs> like, Wesley being there was really- I was not on board. There's no point. Apparently, out. this is, like, <laughs> the only time Wesley and Joyce are ever going to meet.
1: Oh, yeah. I could believe that. Because, I
0: mean, like, why would they meet? They're <laughs> They really have no reason.
1: And he's not sticking around once Angel has started up. Yeah, Like, that's not a happening thing. Uh, So Buffy was, like, listening to or being forced to hear all of these people's conversations earlier. Right, she
0: couldn't turn it off. All
1: of them in the neighborhood, yeah. Yeah. And there was one person who was just, like, clearly an alcoholic in the background. (laughs) Like, oh, one more drink wouldn't hurt. And, oh, it's just one. Like, in the span of a couple seconds, had a couple lines about how... She deserves another drink or something. Right. Like, oh boy. I mean, that's Good the Tom's whole point, right?
0: Is that, like, all these things that you can't hear that are going on inside of people are. Mm-hmm. Everyone's struggling with something, right?
1: Yeah, that is the point of the episode. <laughs> yeah. As we'll see when we get to the clock tower.
0: <laughs> because
1: everyone's running around and being like, where's the murderer? We know there's a murder. Oh, right. They go and see Freddy. Oh, I shouldn't skip over that scene. That is a fun scene.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, because they're they finally caught him. They're gonna shake him down, and get him to
1: stop murdering all those kids. Yeah,
0: it turns out that he's been dodging Oz because of the crappy review that he wrote for Dingoes in the paper.
1: <laughs> plump, so, plump Polish sausages
0: <laughs> oh, God. taped to their
1: fingers, and
0: Oz just like considering it and being like, "No, that's fair." Like, <laughs> fuck, Seth Green just kills
1: this episode. Oh, God, he's so Aww. good. I'm so glad he's given stuff to do. He's so and, good. <laughs> I mean, it does me- mesh with a lot of things that Oz has said about the band before. <laughs> like his whole three chords <laughs> and seven chords Yeah, discussion. fancy jazz bands can play seven chords, Dave,
0: <laughs> come
1: on. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, the imagery of plump Polish sausages mm-hmm. taped to their fingers while they play. Right. This guy really does have a future in the newspapers. Yeah. He, he gets it. Cordy finds a note from Lil J uh, that is vaguely worded, something about shooting, something about death.
0: It's it's still like... You'll
1: all see. Right. Sort of it, thing. It
0: could be that he's planning to essentially like, yeah, shoot a bunch of people and then presumably himself. Right. That's, that. And
1: then this, this was when I was like, oh, now I'm wondering if that, that's really all there is to it. Right. Because it doesn't seem accurate anymore, (laughs) especially with that vaguely worded note, which could read very easily either way.
0: Right, and like, that's the whole point, is that they're just expecting you just to assume that it's telling you the information that you expect to hear, Mm -hmm. but Dave's too clever for them.
1: But yeah, Lil' Jay's up in the clock tower, he starts assembling a large hunting rifle.
0: I have some problems with this.
1: Okay, I'm going to say one. I
0: mean, there's one main problem, (laughs) yeah.
1: Maybe it's going to be really, really tone deaf, and I apologize for how bad it's going to sound, but how is he going to shoot himself with it?
0: And, like, why doesn't he just have a handgun?
1: Yeah, that's basically it. Like, he has to assemble this thing. Yeah. He's a shortman, right? Yeah. Like, turning that around and then still being able to pull the trigger is going to be a problem for him. It
0: doesn't make any sense that he would Uh. have that weapon, I don't think, but...
1: Why did he bring it onto campus?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Lil
1: Jay's messed up and we feel terrible no, for it's, Lil J. And it's guys, terrible. don't it commit is. suicide. And if you know anyone who's going to commit suicide, please do everything that you can to stop them. Like, or just help out people that are having a rough time in life in general. Yeah. Be good to each other. There are hotlines, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think... I don't know. The episode does a, does a good job with it, I think. In a lot of, in a number of ways. Where it acknowledges Lil Jay's pain about how he is this constantly ignored person. But then Buffy is very able to point out to him, like, hey, you're not the only one in pain. Each of these people are going through things. It's not that you aren't suffering, but like, everyone is, and we just have to make the best of it that we can. And please, Don't shoot yourself or anyone else. It's
0: interesting because, like, the speech she gives, she's coming at it from this perspective of, like, you know, you don't need to hate everyone and, like, want to shoot them because they ignore you. Because that's what she thinks she's going to do. But then all the things she's saying, like, are still relevant to how he feels about himself. They apply
1: really well to what his actual plan of action is, too. Yeah. I think it's all just really well done.
0: That scene and then the Othello scene were like Joss wrote both of those. Mm, okay, and then Jane Espenson re- wrote the uh, the rest of it.
1: Oh, okay. So while they're looking for where Lil J might be, yeah, they all like split up, right? And Buffy has a premonition or whatever that he's up in the clock tower. Does a whole bunch of athletics to get up there. And it's very Slayer in Broad Daylight. And it's all really cool and well done, sure. Except
0: for A lot of the s- end. A lot of stunt work. Right? Where she, like, flips <laughs> Does up. Does the
1: unnecessary handstand on the eaves or whatever. And
0: then, like... It's just, it defies the laws of physics. The flip she does, it's yeah. so wiry.
1: Yeah. I mean, her busting through the, the window of this place or whatever, like the slats are, yeah. is pretty great. No, that's I really great. liked that. Yeah. It, there is a lot of unnecessary acrobatics, but before that even happens, I love that they're all like wandering around, look or running around looking for Jonathan. Cordy doesn't know what he looks like, <laughs> yes. so she's having to run up and grab uh... guys by the shoulders and... And stare them dead in the face for, like, a full second before she can confirm this is not Jonathan. She has
0: no idea what she's looking for at all. Yeah, She has no clue. Yeah. Like, does it several times
1: in quick succession. This run-up to someone, spin them around, grab them by the shoulders, and stare at them and be like, "Oh," and discard them. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: it's really good. And so... I gotta say that when, like, Buffy's finally finished her, her speech and, and she takes the gun, or, I mean, Jonathan gives her the gun, yeah. really, uh, when she's like, you know, like, I know everything sucks, but, like, it doesn't mean you need to, like, hurt people just his mm-hmm. his look of disbelief yeah. that, like, she would even think he was going to hurt anyone but himself. Which is really heartbreaking. Yeah.
1: It really was. And that's that's the whole thing with this. And, like, the only reason that anyone's paying attention to him still is because he's taken this drastic action. Right. Right? Like, no one pays attention to Lil' Jay and that's why he's so out of sorts and yeah, depressed. Yeah. It's, uh, poor little Jay. But yeah, at this point I'm remembering the... Uh, end of the episode a lot better. And indeed, Xander's wandering around trying to find little Jay. He's like, Oh, Jell-O. Jell. I do have some Jell-O yeah, right like, now. I mean it's just it's a like as far as I know, multiple students are about to die if I don't look well enough. But there's Jell O, so But there is Jell-O. I mean <laughs> <laughs> the lunch lady <laughs> Is dumping comical qual- <laughs> quantities of rat poison into the food. And
0: it's just, it's like this great moment where Xander is like, has the jello halfway to his mouth and he's paused and he's looking at the lunch lady and she's looking at him.
1: Also paused just with wait. the rat poison?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I loved it. It's all so comical and over the top immediately after this whole scene that's really well done and affecting
0: emotional whiplash here we go
1: hell yeah Buffy and the lunch lady fight a little bit as like lunch lady's got this giant meat cleaver that she's gonna dismember Xander with because they're all vermin right all the kids are just vermin that eat all the food did you
0: notice the stunt double for the lunch lady no because the the stunt double is probably half the weight of the lunch lady and like it is if you notice it is so clearly not the same person.
1: Yeah, I could've believed that. Like it's
0: just so clearly a different person. And it's like two yeah. seconds. I mean it's and it's it's barely sure. but it's just I'm like looking at it and I'm like, what's happening here? Like, isn't the point of a stunt double that they look the same as the <laughs> the person? I don't anyway.
1: So the lunch lady concussion count's going up <laughs> and this all ties back into what Xander was saying way earlier in the episode (laughs) as a flippant remark. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of, like, I bet it's the lunch lady. She always has a scowl or something. Yeah. Very well done there, Xander. Yeah.
0: Totally crushed it. Oh, God.
1: And then how do we wrap this episode up, Michaela? Because I... Oh, right. Little J... Or Buffy's talking about Little J to Giles.
0: And, yeah. And Giles sort of implies that Buffy should, like, go to prom with him. And she's like, whoa. Come on. Like... (laughs) I'm not a saint. Yeah. Not a saint, Buffy. And, um then we have oh just so good dave they're 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 talking and and buffy's i don't remember like what they're saying but buffy basically says
1: oh yes
0: if you're not too busy having sex with my mother
1: (laughs) yeah because giles is like do you want do you feel up to some training
0: (laughs) Uh, and uh then giles walks into a tree
1: (laughs) end of episode which is apparently
0: something that Anthony Stewart had wanted to put in the scene. Oh yeah. Cause he thought it'd be funny if he walked into a tree. It is. It it's hilarious. very good. It's
1: amazing. I really uh, like it.
0: Just his like, his shocked look. <laughs> after he says it, And that's just it. Cut to black.
1: Oh, did you like this episode, Michaela? Well, it a
0: fun episode. It's, it's actually weird because it's a fun episode, and then it's also a very like poignant episode at the same yeah. time.
1: it's Buffy done right, yeah. I'd say. Because I mean, yeah, it's really good. There's
0: no faith. There's no mayor. No, this is a monster of the week. Oh yeah, but it's like yeah, it's done so right. Done so right. Um, mm-hmm. now there's something I didn't notice when this happens in the episode, but at some point Giles calls Wesley a Burke. Yeah, which is a Cockney rhyming slang. Oh, like really? So like for for example, in case. Listeners don't know what Cockney rhyming slang is. It's like a two-word phrase where you replace one of the words with a rhyming word, but then it means the other thing. So, for instance, apples can be used to refer to stairs because apples and pears and stairs rhymes with pears, right? Yeah. So when he calls him a Burke, that's referring to the rhyming pair Berkeley Hunt. So is calling him something really offensive, but they can get away with it.
1: Burke used quite a few other times and not realized it means. Wow. That's that's really good. Uh I quite like that. Oh, good times.
0: So did you still have a Uh, good time even though you knew exactly what was gonna happen the whole time?
1: Yeah. Oh, I had a grand old time. (laughs) That's good. Other than the parts that were really sad. I had had an emotionally affected time. time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What do you think our friend Taylor Kingston called the review of this episode?
1: Uh, The one where Jonathan has a gun.
0: No, go in a different direction.
1: Oh, oh, the one where Buffy can read minds. Word
0: for word. There we go.
1: Yeah, yeah, obviously.
0: I mean, it was really easy. And you did write this on May 18th, 2015. So, of course. I
1: should remember. Of course you're going to know
0: what the title is. Now, Uh, I I know we rag on Teaks. And I'm sorry for that. We love him. We do love him. But just, he always does this, you know? I love this episode. It's one of my all-time favorite episodes from the entire series. Now- And season three? No. From the entire series. So, I mean, like, that's more of a gold star than I would say we normally have. Yeah. Because usually it's like one of my all-time favorite episodes from this season. But this is the whole series.
1: If this isn't a 10- Though, I mean, I'm gonna have questions about this rating system for sure.
0: Um, and then there's, you know, there's a quick synopsis. There's a few fun facts, which... We've already been over all of them. Okay.
1: Oh, So,
0: yeah, you know, like, Teeks enjoyed the fact that the Sunnydale High School has an obituary section. (laughs) Yes. Teeks also enjoyed Giles walking into a tree, which was Anthony's doorhead's idea, and... Yes. Okay, so then under the third fun fact... And no. I'd really like to just point out this is not a fun fact, and I do not condone no. the fact mm, yeah, that it's, it's about the timing of the episode in relation. Oh, no. Yeah. So I'm not going to read it. I don't want to read it. But let's... That's not it's a not fun, fun fact. fact. But as you said, overall, I give this episode a 10 out of 10. Oh, thank God. Which okay. my ratings book is freaking redonkulous. And 10 Excellent. out of 10s do tend to be freaking redonkulous. So I think that yeah. that's... Yeah.
1: Oh, no, there's a consistent like star to what the ratings mm, book says yeah. like the ratings book is definitely consistent yeah i'm just worried like that this will suddenly get a nine or an eight and, you're and just i'm like, like no. oh don't
0: understand yes.
1: no 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 <laughs> oh. no no understand though do you have a top fashion outfit from this episode oh, shit. so many people yeah. wearing weren't things. expecting that
0: oh i always forget like what's wrong with me mm. you know what Stop. I think I'm gonna have to go with that hat Willow's wearing. Ooh,
1: yeah. Cause I, that's a, we,
0: we're always pretty into Willow's hats. And oh, this is, this is one of the craziest hats she's ever had. It's just so crazy. So yellow and puffy and the, the bow. Mm. So
1: buckety <laughs> and so bowish.
0: And why? All right. I'd okay, cover well. a pretty face up, anyways.
1: Who won this episode?
0: You know, you asked me the fashion thing and I was like, oh shit, after this, we have to figure <laughs> out who won. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm going to say some words that I never thought I would say on this pod. Oh. I'm going to push for a strong Buffy win for this episode. And Buffy is usually not the winner. But no. consider this. She gains mind powers. Right. She has a bit of a bad time in the middle there with the mind powers, but then she's cured with no obvious side effects. Mm. She learns that sure, Giles <laughs> banged her mom twice on the hood of a police car. <laughs> <laughs> which will never not be good but but i'm gonna argue that the telepathy the being able to piss off nancy for no particular reason like what does she have against that girl that poor girl anyway and (laughs) the fact that she was then cured with no repercussions i think it's a solid buffy win, and
0: she gets to save little jay
1: yeah who do you have for this michaela
0: i think i think that you're probably right Mm. because i anyone whose mind is red probably is not a winner i would say I mean,
1: oz Well, uh, it does oz even exist anymore i, prob- I think I there's a, there's a strong push for an oz win just because he gets fun things to do in this episode and i had and that, that, that
0: gut reaction
1: that's gonna be so vanishingly small now yeah. that but that's, it, maybe it's worth it
0: that's more of like a seth green win than an oz yeah. win I, th- I would say yeah
1: i would agree with that
0: you know what annoyed me about this episode What's that? They mention Principal Snyder, but then never show him. Oh, peace nigh. Peace nigh.
1: We'll see him more. I mean, he will be heavily involved in the last two episodes, I believe. We would hope so. Graduation day. It's happening at the school. (laughs) And the prom? Oh, he's gonna hate the prom. <laughs> oh, it's all of those horrid youths he, shooting their hormones back and forth at each other. He does hate oh, that sort of thing. God. Oh. It's disgusting. Yeah, he's gonna have things to say. I damn well hope at least. Hmm. Oh, we should also mention, this is episode 52.
0: Oh, yay! This is our our year,
1: sort of, almost. Except not quite, because several things. (laughs) So let's go over them real quick. It's episode 52. That doesn't mean we've gotten a full year because we released the first two episodes at once. Correct. So this this is coming out at some point, not the end of September, like early or mid-September or something, and we released the first two early September. Uh, We're not doing anything special for this one. Episode 54 we are, just because it's going to be a fun one. Episode 53 will actually be a full year, but in terms of recording times, I think we are at a full year, or close enough to it.
0: Something like that. uh, In
1: terms of when we started actually recording these.
0: Yeah. Woo! Woo! been a wild ride.
1: Oh, yeah. Only one and three quarters more years to go.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Is it more than...
1: It's 144 episodes. Right. Which... So it's less than three years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's less than three years.
0: Oh, yeah. No big deal. Yeah. No big deal.
1: Just a bit shy. Uh, Yeah. I mean, how does that feel, looking over the next two years of your life and knowing that you're going to do a podcast? I mean... I'm feeling pretty good about that. I
0: know that I never have to watch Reptile Boy again.
1: Right. Oh, but then what I remember
0: that soon we'll be in season four and we'll have to watch your yeah. bad. So mm. that dampens things mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. slightly. <laughs> uh-huh. What
1: else do we have to do on this episode? Oh, what uh, are we next. at? What's coming up next? Yeah.
0: So, as this was more of a monster of the week, you might assume that next week's going to be pretty like Faith Mayor heavy. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, okay. So there's like a, there's like a box, a spooky box that the mayor needs for something.
1: Oh, and... like the, the tomb of a Catholic?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like what would you even do if it was like, the mayor needs this box to start the apocalypse? Like uh, How
1: big is the box not, that we're talking about? It's not about? very large. It's maybe okay, like so a, it's...
0: oh, I don't know, like, like a foot by a foot kind of thing, like a cube.
1: Shoebox-ish.
0: Yeah, like a couple shoeboxes than... stacked on yeah, top of okay. each
1: other. Okay. Uh, is it Pandora's box? It's a box. What's the next episode called? Is it prom? Choices. It's choices.
0: So we got four episodes left. Choices, then we got the prom, and then the two graduation days.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Which, I mean, it makes sense. The prom would be right before graduation.
1: Oh, so is graduation day part one then fifty-five. Is that episode 55? Yeah, Yeah, I think so. so. All right. We'll be a bit off. So that'll be, yeah, whatever.
0: It's still a, we still have a way to celebrate. It'll be fun.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. So choices rhymes with choices. So I'm happy about that. (laughs) Otherwise, I can't say I remember anything right now about this box that the mayor might need.
0: I'm going to tell you right now that I'm pretty sure something happens in this episode that you have brought up before. So I think you're going to remember at least part of the episode. (laughs) and that's mayor
1: faith snake (laughs) but it's not snake snake is graduation day
0: no just we'll get there i I, i'm
1: excited (laughs) i because we are getting into that time where like i'm much more likely to remember what's going on in an episode apparently which yeah yeah, i i think i'm hyped because i always get these like little flashes of oh i know what's gonna happen right yeah that's always exciting (laughs) all right well that sounds like it'll be a barrel of laughs. I'm looking forward to it. I think that's it for us. So let's do the outros real quick. There's the Reddit, buffy.reddit.com, where this episode will go up. There is our Facebook page. Go there. You can Google Welcome to the Hellmouth or Facebook it or whatever. We've got an email address, BeyondTheNew.Hellmouth@gmail.com at gmail.com. And we have our personal accounts on Facebook Spaces, the VR-centric social networking experience. <laughs> I'm at if you're not jacked in <laughs> and Michaela.
0: <laughs> I'm at you're not alive. <laughs>
1: Very nice. And make sure to hashtag all of those virtual selfies. Welcome to the Hellmouth. So we know you came from the show. Jesus. And until next time, farewell yeah, from the Hellmouth.
0: Hellmouth. <laughs> welcome to the Hellmouth.
1: Hello. no. Hell Hell no. no.